pick up on 79B, Iron Tet Amud Bet, and actually today is the the 20% mark. I'd said it uh, two days ago, but actually today is the 20% mark of Shas, so shkach to everyone for that. Okay, Tanya, Rebbe Omer, we carry on our discussion about different shurim, uh, and Rebbe makes a comment, Kola shurim kulam, uh, because all shurim in the Torah, uh, when we talk about eating, are a kazait, a chutz, mitzumat ochlin, except for the amount of uh, Tuma when it comes to food, uh, that is uh, because Shishina Katov Bamashma'an Vishina Chachamim Bishuram, and uh, because the verse was stated slightly differently, which we'll see in a second, uh, the the rabbis uh, came and they changed the amount uh, that uh, that is will transmit uh, Tuma. Ra'aladavar Yom Kippurim, and uh, the reason for this is because of Yom Kippur, where it also has changed the amount. Uh, ch- changed the, the the phraseology uh, of it and therefore changed the amount as well. Right, as as it says on Yom Kippur, uh, it says that it, it says you should not afflict yourself. It doesn't say you can't eat on Yom Kippur. It says uh, no, you you uh, any soul which does not afflict itself, that soul will be uh, it will get karet. Okay, and therefore it doesn't talk about eating. It talks about uh, ona, uh, it's, um, affliction. Okay, to uh, une. Uh, and as we've uh, been explaining, the size of a uh, an, an amount that you'd be liable for in Yom Kippur is a date size, a kotevet size, kakotevet. All right, a large date. All right, and that's not, uh, obviously, as we saw yesterday, even according to both opinions, uh, this large kotevet, uh, is, this large date is bigger, uh, definitely bigger than an olive. Uh, and so, my ayla devar, Yom Kippurim. What do you mean? A proof is it from uh, Yom Kippur? Uh, and, and and because actually, sorry, um, we're going to get to the actual uh, verse uh, in a, in a second of Tumat uh, Ochlin. We haven't forgotten about that. But uh, why does it say we have to bring a proof from Yom Kippurim? Di uh, If you might have said that it's only from there, you might have said Havamina. You you could have said Urcha de Kra. Who who would say uh, the uh, this is just the way of the pasuk to talk and we're actually not going to learn anything from it. No, we say we do learn something from it. So, what do we learn from it? And we know that the, the amount to transmit uh, impurity when it comes to food is a kabaitsa, a size of an egg. Where do we know that from? I'm Rabbi Bai, I'm Rabbi Elazar, so Rabbi Bai and Rabbi Elazar says, the Pasuk says, any food uh, which could be eaten. Uh, what does that mean? Ochel haba machmat ochel, food that comes from food, uh, i.e., food that comes out of another food. What is that? Beitza tanagolet. That is an egg that comes from a chicken. Uh, chicken you can eat, and an egg comes from a chicken, so it's food coming from food. Okay. Uh, well, maybe you could say a. Uh, um, a kid uh, that comes from a mother goat, surely that's the same kind of uh, idea. No, that kid that comes uh, from the mother goat, uh, once it's born, uh, it still needs an action, i.e. to render it permissible, as opposed to an egg, which needs no further preparation. Uh, what about a ben pakua? What is a ben pakua? An animal that is found inside an animal that is slaughtered, a fetus that is found uh, in, inside an animal that is slaughtered, uh, in the 
Gemara in Chulin learns out so that you can eat uh, this Ben Pekua, all right? Uh, it, the fetus itself uh, does not need to be shechted, uh, even if it uh, comes out and actually gets uh, lives outside of the womb. It, it, it doesn't actually need shechita. Uh, the Gemara says, uh, no, uh, to earn Kriya, uh, at very least, it, it still needs uh, Kriya. It needs to be torn and, and the blood let out. You can't go and eat the blood uh, of this uh, Ben Pekua, uh, even though it might not require a uh, um, uh, shkita per se uh, from a uh, uh, from the point of view of uh, you know making sure that it's got a, a real uh, shkita procedure. Still, uh, you could just you know cut its uh, head in, in you know cut its head off and uh, kill it in any way you'd like and and still be able to eat it. Uh, still, uh, it it still needs the blood uh, to be taken out uh, of it, and therefore you can't go obviously and eat it uh, while it's still alive. So even a ben, we can't learn enough from Ben Bakua. The Gemara says it's a you know why uh, we we had said uh, it's an egg and really what we mean is a normal sized egg an egg from a chicken and the Gemara says uh, the, the, uh, an egg of a bar yochani which is a massive uh, bird and uh, and therefore. You know, maybe that that, that is the size uh, that is needed when we're talking about uh, a beta size, then that amount to transmit tumor. Uh, and the Gemara says a, a statement that it says very quite a few times: "Tafasta muruba, lo tafasta, tafasta muat, tafasta." If you try grab too much, uh, you'll you'll end up with the possibility of not grabbing anything. However, if you try grab a little bit, uh, that uh, it could be secure in your grasp. Okay, so that is really what it is talking about. Vaima. Uh, Bayata de Tsiporta, maybe it's a bay, uh, an egg of a, this tiny little bird called a Tsiporta, uh, and uh, it says, Dezuta uh, Tuva, that's a very tiny, small egg, uh, so maybe even small uh, than a bird's egg. So the Gomorrah actually uh, is, is accepted, really, that we can't learn it out directly from that verse because it could have been talking about a very small egg. So we are looking for another source. Rabbi Bai, did I am Rabbi Bai had quoted Rabbi Lazar uh, before, and now he's he states it in his own name. Uh, what does it mean from every, every food uh, that can be eaten? It's food that you can eat in one uh, swallow. Uh, as it were, eat it at one time. Vashiro Chachamim and the rabbis uh, did the estimation uh, of the size of that Ein Beita Blia Machzit Yotarim Beita Tanagolet. All that uh, person's mouth is able to fit in at one time is the uh, is the egg of a chicken. And therefore, that is defined as the Beita in terms of transmission of tumor from that verse. Uh, but... Uh, um, yeah, Rabbi Bai's uh, understanding of it as opposed to Rabbi Lazar's view of it. Uh, I'm a Rabbi Lazar and uh, Rabbi Lazar says, uh, If you go ahead and eat some forbidden fat, uh, even today, uh, you have to write down exactly how much you ate uh, in terms of grams or whatever it happens to be. Why? Uh, because one time uh, the, the, the Mashiach 
will come and the Beitin will get reinstated and a uh, Beitin is going to say uh, that they'll come and increase the measure. Okay, so what does mean? What do you mean increase the measure? Maya Bev Shurin, what do you mean increase the measure? Enema, if you would say the Machaive Korban, Akazayat Katan, they might say, you you said I ate uh, a, a standard size Kazayat and they might come and uh, and give you, uh, they might say, listen, actually, a Kazayat is smaller uh, than you think. Uh, and if you think, even though you ate less than a Kazayat, you might be punishable. Vatanya, Asher lo Atasena, Bishkaga, Vashem. However, that, that doesn't work. Why? Because the, the idea is when, when a pe- person makes a mistake and has to bring a Khatat offering, it says uh, anything uh, that a, a person does, what is not allowed to be done. Asher lo Tasena, Bishkaga, he does it by mistake, Vashem, and he becomes guilty. Uh, so what does that mean? Hashav um, Midat. So realize, what, what happens is that the person realizes, oh my gosh, I've done something wrong, and therefore, as a result, he uh, uh, feels terrible about it, and he decides to uh, to repent uh, for that. Uh, maybe korban uh, ashigato, then you bring a korban for your uh, misdeed, uh, because that you that you did by mistake. However, However, if you wouldn't have uh, felt bad about it, if you thought that you ate less than a kazayat, uh, you know, Maybe it's, as we said, uh, at the beginning of our peric, uh, it still could be a chati uh, would be forbidden uh, from the Torah maybe, but it's not punishable. So uh, you might have thought, oh, I ate it, but at least I didn't eat enough uh, to be punished. So therefore, you, you have that in mind. And it says, and, and you wouldn't have, uh, you know, um, gone back on this. Uh, again, you wouldn't have felt guilty about it because you it's, it's less than the required amount uh, to be punishable. And therefore, law shavmidato, you have not, uh, you, you are not aware of it. Uh, the Pasuk implies that you would not uh, then have to bring uh, an amount, you wouldn't have to bring an offering, uh, Korban, for that, uh, because you realize that uh, you said, listen, even though I've sinned, uh, the Torah did not make me bring a Korban for that amount. Okay, so uh, the, so that, that doesn't work to say that all of a sudden the rabbis are going to decrease the size because at the time you did the action, uh, you thought that you were actually exempt uh, so the rabbis can't come and tell you that you now uh, that you now not exempt uh, uh, and and you're actually punishable they can't go ahead and do that so uh, really what happens is uh, the, the way it actually uh, is read you know you might think you might think that you actually had to bring a, uh, a korban uh, and that's why you wrote it down because you thought you had to bring a korban but in future actually it's the opposite uh, uh, and and the rabbis will come in future and say actually uh, you need more than what you thought uh, to be liable and you had eaten uh, let's say for example uh, you know 20 grams and you thought that was a kazait and actually they come along and they say 25 grams is a kazait the numbers aren't exact uh, I'm not sure what a kazait is in grams but uh, you know that's uh, uh, that's just an example so actually they they would come and increase uh, the shiur uh, for that and and therefore you 
might think uh, you'd have to bring a korban, they would say you did not have to bring a korban. You would not be liable for an offering, even though you thought that you were. Uh, and the Gemara says, Lamada uh, Salik, Adata, and you're going back to what you had originally uh, thought. Uh, you might think that the, the, the rabbis would, uh, would come and make and shrink the measure, and therefore you thought you weren't liable, but you actually were liable. Uh, but that doesn't make sense on the words. Why? Uh, my Yarbeh Bashurim. What do you mean? You increase uh, the Shi'ur over there. The rabbis would increase the Shi'ur. That works well for the second thing where the rabbis increase the Shi'ur, as we said, from 20 grams example to 25 grams example. That's called increasing the size. However, if they decrease the size and... Um, uh, you'd only had uh, 15 grams uh, instead of 20 uh, and they decreased it uh, to 15 grams, you might think you would be liable but that is decreasing the shear okay, that's not increasing the shear uh, no, the way you would have to understand uh, this phrase that they increased the amount it means you increased the amount of korbanot uh, that you would have to bring uh, because they shrunk the shear they shrunk the amount uh, for uh, punishability Okay. Uh, and now I'm Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Yochanan says Shurim v'onshim halacha Moshe Misina all these different Shurim uh, although there, there might be uh, connections and asmachtas in the Pesukim really uh, the rabbis decide uh, you know which one of them apply at which point in time and therefore what, what you are punishable for uh, and he says onshim have a punishments all halacha Moshe Misina also halacha Moshe Misina now the Gemara uh, leaves the first statement uh, as, uh, as as standing um, uh, uh, but it, it attacks the second statement. Uh, onshin, uh, it says, what are you talking about? Punishments? Are you saying halacha moshmin sinai? Mechta kativi. There's so many different punishments written in the Torah. Uh, what are you coming to tell me that punishments are halacha moshmin sinai? Just handed down. No, ela hakikama. No, this is what it means. I'm Rabbi Yochanan. He says shurim shall onshin halacha moshmin sinai. The amount that the rabbis decide uh, that you, you would be liable for a punishment. Uh, those those are the things. The rabbis have got that flexibility to decide whether a person is liable for eating kazayat in a certain situation. And for example, now a kukotevet on Yom Kippur. Okay, so they've got that ability to do that and, and, and judge how a person feels after a certain amount and that, you know, if they feel satiated, etc. Okay, so that is halacha moshim visina. All right, and Tanya Namihaki, we also learned this in a writer, shirim shal onshin halacha moshim visina. The the amounts of, uh, of of what is punished, uh, the the amount uh, measurement a measure of this uh, of of something that is punishable uh, is halacha moshim visina. Acherim umrim others say beitin or shal yabets tiknun the the beitin of yabets established these uh, and this is probably otniel uh, ben knaz uh, mentioned in. Um, in Shoftim, right at the beginning of Shoftim, uh, he he uh, helped out Yeshua. Uh, it says that uh, the dictive Elam. It's what these are the laws. Uh, it says Navi Rashi Lachadesh Devar Ma'ata. I Navi can't come along and add something new uh, to there. So really, what happens is Ella Shachrum Vachazru Vesadum. Really, what had happened was that uh, the these things had been forgotten, and uh, these later people uh, came and they established. 
established them. Uh, the, for example, the court of Yavetz uh, came and established them uh, to make sure that, uh, but they they re-established them. They didn't uh, make them up on their own because uh, you know you can't introduce uh, anything new. A court can't introduce anything new. Uh, you just re-established what uh, the people had forgotten. Uh, okay, uh, a person who drinks a cheekful on Yom Kippur, he is liable. Uh, that is the Mishnah, quote from the Mishnah. I'm Rabbi Huda, I'm a Shmuel, in the name of Shmuel. It doesn't mean uh, both cheekfuls. Okay, All that it means, if you're looking at a person from one side and he's, he uh, uh, swills all the uh, liquid to one side, to one cheek, and uh, um, uh, and if you look at him from the side, it looks like both his cheeks are actually full, uh, and uh, and therefore, you know that uh, that's it. So even though it's just one cheek, uh, but if you look at the person and on that cheek, uh, he looks good. Uh, he looks like both cheeks are actually full because you're only seeing him from the one side. We have another uh, version. Uh, we learned this in a Mishnah. Malor uh, lugmav. You know, it, it, it doesn't it mean uh, full? His mouth, uh, both his cheeks seem to be uh, full. It's uh, it's a plural lugmav. No, ema kamalor lugmav like. Uh, two cheeks full, uh, but not actually two cheeks full. So that's how we would interpret uh, our, our Mishnah. We say even though uh, just on one side uh, looks, uh, because you're seeing the bulging on the one side, you just assume on the other side uh, that it is also uh, full, but it actually isn't. Meitve, Gamarov says, is that really true? Uh, and now we say, if we did take a careful look at it, uh, a person says, how much, uh, we have a brighter that says, how much can a person drink uh, and he will be lying? Rabbi Shammah says it's a revit, uh, a, a quarter of a log. Uh, okay, not kimelo uh, lugmav. It says he just says melo lugmav. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Yehuda in the name Rabbi Eliezer, kimelo lugmav. Okay, so that is kimelo uh, lugmav, exactly what it says in our Mishnah. Rabbi Yehuda ben Betayr Omer kadeigmiya. The amount that you can swallow uh, in one uh, in one swallow in one in one gulp. Okay, so uh, interesting. We have the following thing. We say you know Beit Shammah says. Revit and Beit Hillel says Melo Lugmav, right? Uh, you know, almost two cheeks full. And Rabbi Huda, in the name of Elias, it says like two cheeks full. Okay, so that's that's uh, that accords with our Mishnah. The Gemara says. Um, and uh, and really, what it means is uh, Beit Hillel says uh, is uh, it is a uh, a cheekful, right? He says Melor Lugmav. Uh, that's it, uh, and he doesn't say Kimelor Lugmav, right? Uh, and the Gemara says, uh, you know, that, that's uh, even though Mishnah says Melor Lugmav and uh, Kimelor Lugmav, and that actually accords with Rabbi Huda in the name of Rabbi Eliezer, and it doesn't accord with Beit Hillel, but we like to uh, because Beit Hillel says Melor Lugmav without the Chaf uh, before it, so. Normally, we, we like to say everything goes like Beit Hillel. Here, we see that it's not going like Beit Hillel, uh, and therefore, that's a problem. Uh, and it says, Mia Difa, Mia Nitin, surely that, uh, you know, you, you, a Brata is not going to be more important than our Mishnah. And our Mishnah said, Dokimna Kadei Shire, even though our Mishnah says, Kimelor Lugmav, what does it mean? It looks like a cheekful. So that, that's what we're saying. Hakanami Kadei Shire, this, uh, when Beit Hillel says, it looks like it, it means, 
means that it is the same amount. Ihaki, so really it is Melo Lugmav and Kimelo Lugmav really is the same amount. That's that's how you know where we up to now. And the Gemara says Yaki Hanu Rabbi Liazir. And surely if Rabbi Huda says that, I mean Beit says that, what Rabbi Huda in the name Rabbi Liazir also says that they are talking. They are you know saying the same thing. They seem to be repeating themselves. So there has to be a difference. Uh, if if uh, we say uh, as where a person uh, doesn't absolutely fill his cheek, uh, it's a person that, that's got his cheeks, um, uh, you know, it, it, it's still there, uh, but it's not absolutely stuffed in uh, over there. It's slightly less. Okay, and uh, Beitila says, no, it has to be full, full. Uh, and Rabbi Leezer, uh, quoted by Rabbi Yehuda, uh, says it has to be, uh, you know, a slightly less. Okay, so there is a small difference between the two of them. Matkifla Rav Oshai. Rav argues uh, with this. He says, Imkain, have a uh, um, you know, the, the, he says if you if you try work out what goes on here, uh, it's going to be that uh, Beit Hillel is uh, more strict uh, than Beit Shammai uh, uh, about this. If you say Malor Lugmav as opposed to Raviet, uh, Raviet is less. Uh, Beit Shammai had said a Raviet, and uh, and. Um, Beit Hillel, it says Melor uh, Lugmav, or even Kimelor Lugmav, whichever you decide to say. Uh, that's uh, even if you would say Melor Lugmav, Melor Lugmav is bigger uh, than a Revit. Uh, okay, uh, sorry. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. That's uh, th- that's what we would say, and. Uh, um, um, you know that's uh, a revit. Sorry, uh, a, uh, a revit uh, is is larger uh, than melor uh, lugmav, right? And uh, and therefore, what we're saying is that Beit uh, here, in terms of uh, drinking on Yom Kippur, uh, would say you are liable even with a smaller amount. So what fits in your cheek uh, is less uh, than uh, the uh, a revit. Okay, a revit is somewhere between eighty six uh, to one hundred and fifty mils. Uh, the the gematria, of course. Um, uh, you know, 86 mils, uh, etc., is, is is the one way to understand that. And and course, um, I think it's course Malay uh, is is the other amount uh, over there. Okay, so that's the the larger uh, amount. Okay, so uh, and and if you have that, uh, Beit Hillel is more strict here than Beit Shammai. The Gemara says no. Uh, what are we talking about? Kiash uh, it When we asked about this question, Beog Melega Bashan. We're not talking about a normal person. We're talking about uh, a cheekful of og melagvashan, i.e., a giant person. It shall. Uh, that's what we had asked about. Okay, dhavulei beit shamai luchumra. And in that situation, beit shamai would be more machmir. Uh, if beit Hilal, he says a giant person's uh, cheekful, uh, that actually is more uh, than a revit. And therefore, uh, beit shamai is uh, perfectly uh, aligned with what he usually does. He's stricter than beit Hilal. Beit Hilal would say even a larger amount, uh, as long as it's not a malor lugmav but even more than a revit uh, if you are this giant person. All right. Matkifla uh, Rabbi Zaira. Rabbi Zaira argues with us. He disagrees strongly uh, about this. Ma'ashna uh, Achila. What is the difference uh, with eating? He says the kol chad v'chad v'kukotevet. We fix. We have a specific amount, uh, a, a date size, a large date, uh, as we said uh, that that is your minimum size to eat. Have a ma'ashna shtia. And uh, what is the what's the difference between that and drinking the kol chad v'chad b'diday? Everyone uh, has got a different size mouth, everyone has a different size cheekful and and therefore surely they uh, you know why does it seemingly 
in the case of a date size, uh, when it comes to eating, there's a uniform measure. Uh, when it comes to drinking, uh, it is based on every person's individual uh, um, ability to, to, you know, every size of that person's cheek. So it's a variable measure uh, as opposed to uh, when it comes to drinking, variable when it comes to drinking, and fixed when it comes to food. So how, why would that, that be? Uh, and that's what he said. Everyone is drinking when they drink. It's all uh, according to a variable measure of their own mouth. So by answers, he says, Kim uh, The rabbis understood and they made a decree uh, about that. Uh, that's their tradition. Data, a cookative amount, uh, a large date, uh, will put a person's mind at rest, uh, and therefore uh, that would uh, violate, uh, take him out of his uh, state of affliction, and that would violate Yom Kippur. Okay, uh, but sir, uh, you know what 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 happens is uh, when we talk about. Uh, law mitjatve uh, with less sorry with less than amount of the the date uh, he is not satisfied so that 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 applies across the board uh, you know even if a person is a very big person uh, the the law mitjatve data but when it comes to um, uh, you know that's it. Uh, uh, in terms of uh, drinking, uh, he's uh, you know that uh, he's not going to be um, uh, his mind isn't going to be settled. Uh, sorry, I missed out a line there. If you if a person eats less than a kazayat, I mean less than a date size, he's not going to be satisfied. However, when it comes to drinking, a person's own cheekful is enough to satisfy him. However, his friend cheekful is not enough to uh, um, uh, say that you know it's uh, it's less uh, that person is not going to be satisfied uh, with a cheekful from his friend. Okay, so that's why uh, each case is looked at individually. Matkevla Razara of Zara also uh, disagrees with that. Kol alam If you're saying everyone has got a, uh, the, a, a uniform uh, measure that is a kukotevet, a large date. What about uh, this giant Og uh, over here? Uh, does he also, uh, you know, have a giant date, a uh, big date uh, worth of uh, satiation? Surely his his appetite much bigger. And it also should be on a kind of flexible scale. Uh, I'm not quite sure how you would, you would do it. You know, a, a body mass index type of thing, which uh, takes your height and your weight or whatever the case is, uh, and gives you a, a figure. Maybe that's... Um, you would you would do it on a sliding scale, and we say no. Amala Baya Baya says no. Kim Lula Rabbanan, the rabbis have a tradition. The the Bahaki midyatve date. A person uh, would 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 be full uh, less. Uh, his mind gets settled, uh, yet even with a a, a large date. But Simahaki with less in that law midyatve um, date. A person's mind will not get settled with less than this date amount, large date. Miu kulama. 
but but everyone has uh, when they have this large date tuva uh, then uh, their their mind will settle down a lot even his mind will be settled even with this uh, fairly smallish amount of food uh, he won't be completely satisfied uh, with it. So now, once we uh, are talking about this, uh, surely we have to take the quality of the food and and uh, and. Uh Type of food into account. Matkiv Larav Zara, Rav Zara attacks it again. He says, Bata Shaman, uh, what happens if you have uh, this fatty meat? Okay, something very high in, uh, um, you know, kilojoules and fat and stuff like that. Bukotevit. Uh, surely, if you are talking that, you can understand uh, that type of uh, very rich food uh, that uh, even a large date size, that will settle your mind, uh, you know, pretty easily uh, over here. However, Lulavag Vhanim, what about a, uh, a shoots from a grapevine, i.e. some kind of uh, vegetable that's not even eaten? Uh, you know, you can have a lot, surely you could have a lot more uh, of, of those uh, because it's not going to uh, settle your mind. Because Tevet, uh, it doesn't make sense uh, to say the fatty meat has got the same size as these um, uh, this uh, these grape vine uh, uh, plants uh, is that also a, uh, a, a an olive uh, I mean a date size amount uh, that surely that is uh, you'd have to eat much more to feel satisfied uh, with these uh, grape vines okay I'm so by answer says Kim later abundant the rabbis have that tradition no it's it all depends on the size less than a large date you don't feel satisfied doesn't make a difference what it is uh, and uh, and and more um and more than that, you do feel satisfied. It doesn't make a difference what type of food it is. However, me, the rabbis do agree. Uh, uh, if it's fatty meat uh, and you eat a kukotevit um, uh, of it, uh, then your mind will be greatly settled. Okay, uh, If you eat that amount uh, of food, your mind will be much less uh, settled uh, over there. But there still will be a, a, a smidgen of, uh, of uh, satisfaction uh, that you've eaten that amount. Matkifla uh, Rava. Rava says, no, uh, you can't uh, say that. Kazai, because they are killer pras. Kukuzevit, killer pras. How does it make sense uh, when we're eating things uh, normally, as we've uh, said before, if you're eating matzah to fulfill your obligation of Pesach, uh, that, uh, or you're eating uh, chametz, uh, you know, if you were to eat chametz on Pesach, you would have to eat it, kazait, uh, uh, an olive size, smaller size, uh, within the amount of kadeachilat uh, pras, somewhere between three and nine minutes, uh, standard uh, half loaf of bread. That's how long it, the rabbis estimated. So uh, you'd have to eat a kazait. It doesn't make sense to uh, say that you have to kotevit uh, this uh, date size amount for Yom Kippur, that you'd also have to eat it uh, in that same three to nine minute period. Surely, if it is, uh, you have to eat the smaller amount within that uh, time period, surely the larger amounts, uh, you would be given it a bit longer uh, to eat. I'm allowed by by uh, says uh, about that uh, he says Kim Rabbana and the rabbis have a tradition uh, that says uh, if you uh, eat it uh, within that short period of time your mind will be settled but uh, if you have it within a longer period of time law 
then uh, if you eat it over a longer period of time, uh, your mind will not be settled. All right, and as we mentioned, uh, this type of idea uh, is uh, the, the is very much the concept of shurim on uh, Yom Kippur. If a person uh, has to eat uh, for some medical reason on Yom Kippur, uh, and uh, as we said, it's not a life-threatening situation, in which case he could eat absolutely anything and as much as he needed, uh, but this is just to, to keep him uh, uh, you know, just well enough to 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 fast, but not to uh, you know, we don't have to break the fast completely. Uh, so that that type of idea, uh, it says you know that that if you eat the shurim, uh, the the certain amounts uh, over a, a longer a certain amount of time, uh, that is not defined as eating per se, and it's not defined as satisfaction. Okay, your mind will not uh, be settled uh, if you have something a little bit of uh, a few mils uh, every ten minutes for example also not uh, um, not Pascani here uh, obviously you'd have to speak to a rabbi a doctor whatever the case is uh, to find out how much uh, one person one would have to eat on Yom Kippur if it was that situation all right uh, and uh, and that's it so you know that's uh, that's what uh, Rava says uh, and um, and Matkifla uh, Rava as well uh, and um, uh, and and Rava says Matkifla Rava Bukotevet Bukadakilat Pras Bukati Pras Bukadakilat Pras. You know that's it. If you're saying it's a, it's a large date and uh, that's a half a loaf of bread, uh, but then uh, what we're saying is. Um, uh, so if you have to eat half a loaf of bread, uh, which is, uh, you know, two amounts, uh, two egg amounts, uh, and that also has to be eaten uh, in that same time period, does that make sense? Amalei Rav Papa, Rav Papa answers, Hanach Lutumat Hanach Lutuma Gviyah. Right, uh, don't talk about uh, the impurity of a, uh, a person here, a body. The uh, love, alright, so he uh, that's the love, alright. It is not from the Torah. Okay, it's a rabbinical uh, thing. The rabbis were a bit lenient uh, in this situation. Okay, so uh, we're talking here about eating uh, food that is impure uh, within a certain amount of time. Okay. Uh, and uh, that's it. We say half of half a loaf, and that's just what the rabbis decided uh, as 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 their thing. So we can't really compare Yom Kippur to eating uh, this tame food. Okay, Umi Amarav Haki, Rav Papa Haki. Did Rav Papa really say this? Vakativ. Surely we learned uh, in another. Uh, in in a verse in I think it's, it must be in Shmini have a by him have an inmate him bam uh, it says you're not allowed to make yourself disgusting with the creepy crawlies etc and impure with them uh, because you will become uh, impure through them Bama Rav Papa Rav Papa says about that Mikan here we learn uh, that tuma of foods is actually dorata uh, and if a person would eat uh, that's it and, and it would make him uh, impure and that we would quote to pasuk so we just said. Uh, it's not Dorata. And here we quote a verse which seems to imply that it is Dorata. And we say, no, Midrabanan, Vakra, Asmachta, Alma. No, we say, really, it's a rabbinic prohibition uh, that. Um eating impure food is going to make you impure and we just use uh, the pasuk as an asmachta uh, to remind you uh, of it. Uh, it it's not just you know you use it oh well it, it works that way no it, it's a it's a it's a proper teaching but it's it's not a fully fledged uh, uh, limud from the actual verse itself all right continuing for a little bit uh, all foods combined to uh, add up to uh, the amount that you'd be punishable for uh, i.e a date amount on your 
Yom Kippur. Okay, Amra Papa, he says, Achal Umtza Umilcha. What happens if you eat meat as well as the salt uh, that is on it? Meat starif. Those two things combine, uh, and uh, doesn't make a difference that salt uh, is is not really defined as food. Uh, the meat is really the food. Uh, the salt comes and adds on to the bulk uh, to to increase the volume uh, and. Um, to make sure, that, I mean, to to ensure that you actually would get punished uh, for that uh, transgression. And even though uh, eating salt alone is not a normal way of eating, because people usually eat uh, meat with salt on it, uh, that is defined as a normal way of eating. A person doesn't go and just uh, sit and, and and tuck into a bag of salt, uh, but uh, because it's on the meat uh, and and eating salt on meat is a normal thing, uh, people, you can include it as part of the punishable measure. I'm Rosh Lakish, Rosh Lakish comments uh, about this. Tir yarak Also, this uh, salt water on a vegetable combines with that uh, underlying vegetable uh, and if it, it gets to the size of a uh, uh, this date, this large date on Yom Kippur, uh, that is problematic. The Gemara says, Pshita, uh, surely, you know, what's the Kiddush of saying this? Surely it's the same as the meat and the salt. Ma'adat what might you have thought? Mashke, um, um, this is a, 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 a liquid, okay? And we say it's, it's liquid and food and drink uh, don't uh, combine, as uh, as we saw, Kamash Malan. No, call Akshure Akhla Ukhlahi. Even though it's liquid and it's on the food, uh, it is defined as food itself, okay? And, uh, and, and therefore, Salad dressing on the salad uh, is uh, defined as food itself. There's also got practical ramifications when we talk about uh, squeezing uh, something, uh, lemon, for example. You can't squeeze uh, lemon into a, a drink. Uh, lemon juice into a drink, uh, liquid into liquid breaks shabbos, uh, as opposed to uh, squeezing lemon uh, onto some uh, chicken schnitzel, or, or you know to have some you know squeezing it onto a salad, as we've just seen here, some kind of liquid onto the salad to make like as a, almost as a salad dressing to make it taste nice, uh, because it's actually seen as not liquid uh, anymore. It's actually seen as a solid because it's going directly onto the actual food as well. All right, uh, uh, we'll leave it there for today uh, and then pick up tomorrow. Everyone should have a great day.